ghost stories Do all sorts of ghostly things Talk local legends And some ghost hunting another episode of whose ghost stories i am your host andrew who's our reiki master and medium with me as always professor alex wheaton our cryptid expert and paranormal enthusiast and across the little jesus charlie right <laughs> our dog's under the table charlie he is farting up a storm oh god Across, no, across the lake, t- Captain Tyler from Buffalo, our everyday normal guy. Sorry, Charlie's got my eyes watering here. I can't see. All right. So today we're going to finish up a little cryptid run here with an episode hosted actually by Alex. Before I cut him loose on all of us, few announcements, thingy, but jiggers, housekeeping, I don't know. Um, depending when you're watching this, um, it, the episodes from Greystone Manor could have started to go up. They might not be up yet. If they're not up yet, or you haven't watched them yet, check them out. They're going to be something special. Um, as always, go to Paranormality Magazine. Give us a vote in their monthly poll. Keep us rolling. We've been in the top 10 for quite a streak now. Um... If you use our link or code, you can get a subscription to the magazine if you want. That's not necessary. Uh, at least give us a vote in the poll. Make sure you're sharing us around. Um, Alex, what's your favorite thing to tell people to share us with? What do you mean? You told everyone at the lighthouse. Oh, you mean if you know someone who absolutely loves paranormal stuff, tell them to subscribe to us. And if you know someone who absolutely hates paranormal stuff, Great prank. Tell them to come listen to us. Tell them, no, no, no. Whose ghost stories is not about ghost stories. It's, it's <laughs> like a completely, like a, a baking podcast. So then people that are absolutely not interested, we don't care if it's a troll or not. We, we're just in, here to have fun. Exactly. Uh, of course, check out the merch store as well. Go buy whatever you feel like buying, especially with the holidays coming up. There's some cool stuff in there. And lastly, Alex, give me a drum roll. Big announcement. For the next year, at least, we are official sponsors of Erie All-Star Wrestling. What? Yep. Oh. So, I'll throw up a little graphic of their upcoming shows. They're usually on the first and third Friday of every month. They're doing all sorts of crazy Special ones, I'll try to get this episode out before their next show because their next show is on Black Friday and they're going to have an eight-man tournament to crown their first champion. So, anyone in the area, if you like wrestling, go check it out. Great little fun show. Whose Ghost Stories and Who's Our Reiki Readings are officially involved. So, go check them out. It's a damn fun time. Uh, You'll see our boy John McChesney pointing his little heart out. <laughs> so we're excited. I don't know 
what will come from it. If you're a new listener from there, welcome. Uh, you know, we'll see where things go and take us, but I'm excited to have a little partnership going on. You just got that, I'm guessing, right? Yep. I was going to say, because I was wondering. Okay. Ooh. Just closed today. So, very cool and exciting. At time of recording. How about that? At the time of recording. So, Tyler, we'll have to get you in town to go to a little wrestling show. You know, Absolutely. you'll have to use take Friday off, but, you know, you hate Fridays anyways. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So, I think that's enough gibber jabber here. Alex, feel free to start taking us in. All right. So, as Andrew had said, we're going to, I'm going to be leading this one, and it's to kind of cap off our cryptid run. And if you know the Pennsylvania tri-state area, if you know your cryptids, if you know your weird creatures, you'll know that we didn't talk about all of them. And one that you might know of, I, I strongly think you know the creature, but maybe not its name. And that is the Dogman. Dogman, get this, is a man with a dog head. No, no, no. So let me dive a little bit into the Dogman. So the Dogman himself, the name actually originates from Michigan, April 1st, 1987. April Fool's Day? Yes. Okay. That's why I said before, right before we started recording, uh, Tyler, I actually mentioned that Dogman may be real, but the name is fake. Oh. So, April 1st, 1987, a radio DJ in Michigan named Steve Cook released on air a song by the name of The Legend. And in it, he refers to this creature as the Dogman. Immediately following, he started getting callers calling into the radio station, claiming sightings of this creature that they now had a name for, the Dogman. So from 1987 all the way up till even today, Dogman sightings have been reported. And they've all been coming from this one point in history where the Dogman name comes from. But that is not the Dogman. Dog it's man, like a good DJ name. Right? So yeah. the, the radio DJ, when he was coming up with the song, based it off of some local Native American legends. And if you know anything about Michigan, you also know that uh, it is known... For a very somewhat famous uh, werewolf sighting from the 1700s. In 1794, uh, there's a French fur trader's journal that we still have, uh, that we have records of, of a fur trader who describes a large bipedal wolf-like creature running and he was terrified of it and so like he wrote down in detail and described it as a tall it was on all fours it was like three four feet tall but then it stood up on its hind legs and was like eight feet tall full wolf and was able to run and that terrified a fur trader a man whose job is to kill skin and then trade furs an old school fur trader too before they're I mean, all foxes and coyotes you know yeah. Makes sense. Something eight feet tall would scare the bejesus out of you. <laughs> but it's important to note that Michigan, a French-Canadian Michigan fur trader, wrote down in his journal about this Luc Garou, which is the French word for werewolf. It literally means wolf, warwolf. That's Luc Garou is the French wolf, warwolf, or werewolf. So, uh, it goes all the way back to Chippewa people, the First Nations tribe in Canada. We have the Algonquin people of the American Northwest and all the way through Appalachia. 
they all have stories of a creature that is a large wolf. And they describe it as a large, upright canine. It's covered in hair with wolf-like head. Usually has regular front arms like a man, but with long hands and claws. And it has its hind legs have that haunch that dogs do. That awkward kind of bend that humans don't have. With those hawks, as they like to call it. Uh, there's also, just a fun fact, in PA we also have a ghost werewolf called Spook Wolf. Okay, I like Spook Wolf. Just going to put that out there. Uh, we're also, we are going to talk about the, uh, the Wolfman's Grave here in just a minute, but I want to put that out there as well. But traditionally, since the 1980s, our depictions of Dogman have been seven or eight feet in height, three to four feet on their all fours, muscular, about 400 to 500 pounds. Four to 500 pounds? Yes. We're talking pure muscle. Like, like bear muscle. Like, we're talking beefy boys. Yeah. So, the interesting thing is that because we know Dogman as a name is not the real name, there's been questions of what the creature is. And so most people would agree it's a werewolf. That's the thing that makes the most sense. Um, technically, there's a similar creature from Wisconsin area that you might know from uh, a bad horror movie called The Beast of Bray Road. <laughs> 1936 was the first sighting. And then all the way from the 1980s through most recent sighting for the uh, Easter Bray Row was July of 2020. This wow. giant wolf-like creature that just completely ravages livestock. But the interesting thing about Easter Bray Road is that this creature has been seen on the road and has attacked several cars, leaving large wow. stretch marks across the like the hoods and the doors. Just completely causing damage. Some people have claimed that because Native Americans have terms for this, uh, some have said it might be a skinwalker. Ooh. Uh, according to the Navajo Nation, uh, where the ter term comes from, uh, it's not really meant to be talked about outside of those people, so I'm going to kind of avoid going too much into that uh but just know that according to their beliefs most of it is a negative being like a witch in their culture possessing or taking the form of a creature so the interesting thing to note is that we don't transform into the animal necessarily we can possess an animal oh which makes things interesting the other one coming back to the algonquin is the wendigo oh What's the problem with the Wendigo, Andrew? Uh, doesn't really uh, take the form like of like wolves and werewolves. Like yes. it's usually its own thing. Yes. So the only issue with people saying it might be a Wendigo creature is that Wendigos typically are emaciated. Their whole yeah. thing is about hunger. And a 400, 500 pound Wolf beast, I'm that's that's not a window. Yeah, they're usually not covered in fur, like yep. So I'm glad you said that. Fur. All the legends say covered in hair. Really? Is it hair or is it fur? Mm. Something to think about. Mm. So I did send Andrew a map that we will look at here in a, a couple minutes, but uh there is a map of Pennsylvania with dogman sightings and there's like 30 some sightings which are quite interesting over the last 40 50 years um but so we even have I did say I would talk briefly about the wolfman's grave the wolfman's grave is in Northumberland County Pennsylvania uh it's just south of Harrisburg capital of the state and they have a story about the Line Mountain Werewolf. 
in the late 1800s, uh, in that area, there is the Schwaben Creek Valley. So they have a creek that runs through in, in the mountains area. And there were lots of farms in that area. And it's the late 1800s. You know, you have farms. And the thing was, because they were in this densely forested area in this valley, all of the farms had a problem with wolves. The wolves would attack the farms and completely destroy the livestock. Except for one farm. One farm did not have that problem, and that was the Paul farm. Was this like a waggle? What the hell's going on here? The Paul farm had sheep, but one of their daughters, her name was May, uh, Lily May, she watched over the sheep from time to time. One day, while she was watching over the sheep, she saw this old man, very dirty, with long gray hair and a long messy beard standing at the edge of the property and she wasn't afraid of him but she thought it was weird so she told her parents about it at the end of the day at dinner time and they're like that's the old hermit just don't talk to him uh because according to the townspeople in the valley they believed that he was a wolf oh they believed he could turn into a wolf okay but realistically may didn't really care uh, every day that she would go out, she'd see him, and no wolves would attack while he was there. And on days he wasn't there, there was an old, large, gray wolf that sat in the same area that he did, and no other wolves would attack when that wolf was there either. Interesting. So, one day, at the sunset time, when she was done, she brought the animals in, and the gray wolf had been there. A nearby farmer had seen it and got its rifle out and shot the wolf. The wolf ran off into the woods, and the farmer, not wanting to chase after a wolf in the dark in the woods, like, that's a dumb idea. He's like, I'll just follow the blood trail in the morning and find it. In the morning, he follows the blood trail all the way back to the hermit's shack in the woods. He calls for the hermit, no answer. He opens the door. And the hermit is there, lying in the center of his house, his little hut, with a bullet wound in his chest, and in a pile of his own blood. Jesus. Oh. And so, that seemed to prove that he was a werewolf. So, the local townspeople buried him right there, where his shack was, and that became the Wolfman's grave in the South Harrisburg. That's incredible. Right? Well, it's one of those stories that they attribute with Dogman because it's so weird, but not sure what. I just wanted to share that story because I thought that was really cool. That is very, very cool. I love that story. Um, and so my last little story about uh, Dogman, Werewolf of Pennsylvania area in particular, uh, is the Bryn Athen Beast. And this was actually talked about... In a local paper, September 6, 2022, in Bucks County, PA, in the North Philadelphia area. Uh, it's also known as the Montgomery County Monster. Okay. There was an investigation uh, conducted in that area, specifically in this place called Quarry Road. Quarry Road was a roadway that led between where there used to be a Presbyterian church, a baseball diamond. There was a lot of little like things around it. Um, but in early September, late August of 2022, a paranormal investigator went out to look for this beast. Uh, one of the people he brought on the investigation had witnessed this beast in this area when he was a kid in 1990. He and his friend were were actually at the baseball field in 1990 and remember vividly that night because there was a large seven foot tall dark beast in the middle of the baseball field and they could hear it walking on the gravel that you have on a baseball field and it was like it was haunting they were terrified and they saw it bolt fast out of the field area. 
So, the, so he was like, I, I've seen this beast before. It's been decades, but he wanted to be on that investigation. Um, I will say that the particular investigation didn't find anything unusual. Uh, but it's interesting to note that they were still looking for this beast as recently as last year. So, yeah. Take that as you will. Um, there are several websites and things that I can point you to if you're interested in this stuff. But if I was to say anything, while the Dogman name might not be real, it seems like the Dogman itself is a real thing. Interesting. I love it all. Um, before I pull up the map here, I have a question. Yes. So when you brought up Michigan, I remember hearing either from Cody or one of Amber's relatives something about like a Michigan werewolf or dog man. It may have been Cody, because I'm pretty sure he might have an episode about it. But there was something about like a time like an appearance happening like every like two or three years or something like that. Did you find anything like that in your research regarding these? So for our Pennsylvania sightings, uh, there are gaps in time, but they're not like set every 20 years they show up. Yes, you're right. The Michigan dog man is the one that has like every 50 years shows back up. That's so weird. Yeah. Um, the Pennsylvania one, like I said, because we have some of the, like the, the Wolfman's grave is from the late 1700s. Like we have long stretches, but they're not the same Wolfman. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's. Do so you think Michigan one because it's like every year? Like, do you think it's the same one? Like, just like Jeepers Creepers goes into like some sort of hibernation, or like, do you think like it's like just passed down? Like, it's so secretive, like it only comes out like that's so. Compared to, like, the other, like, Wolfman and, and Dogman and Werewolves that, like, don't have a set schedule. Like, yeah, um, as far as the Michigan one is concerned, I think it's more along the lines of uh, almost like a ghost, like a spook wolf. It literally has a pattern. It follows. It comes through every so often. It's maybe not the most physical anymore but it does still come about. It still interacts with the physical plane, but it's right. it has that set kind of uh, way of operation, if you will. All right, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, while I'm pulling up here, Alex, what? Tyler, what do you think? So the first thought I had about back to, like, you know, the once a year, I mean, I don't know if this is just folklore or whatever, but, like, don't werewolves like come out with the moon. So could it be like the moon cycle every year that comes back out? You bring up an excellent point. And you're right. There, there's a lot to be said about that. Oh, also just people that are kind of wondering like how big four to 500 pounds is a full book grown grizzly bear is usually around 600. Yeah. <laughs> a little more. So at size and weight wise, that's almost it's massive. That, that's pretty close to a grizzly bear. That's why Several, and I will say this, the the skeptical belief that a lot of people have with Dogman sightings is people misidentifying bears. That's the big one people like to point to. Uh, I don't know about you, but if you've ever seen a bear stand on its hind legs, whether at the zoo or in a documentary or in person, you know that it doesn't have that weird haunch that dogs do. Yeah. But other than that, uh, yeah. But yeah, this is... This is a map of Dogman sightings uh, in Pennsylvania that we have here. Oh. Would that be area number 31? Yes, that is. And I actually pulled up its story here. Uh -huh. uh, yeah. So it's actually all the way in Asbury Woods, which anyone from the Erie area will be familiar with Asbury Woods. Uh in July of 2020, a man going through a divorce uh, was living back in town with a friend of his. And as they, as he was often to do, he went for a walk at Asbury Woods. It's a nice, quiet, peaceful area. Like, we've talked about some of the quiet areas here in town. Yeah. We've done episodes on uh, Wintergreen Gorge. Yeah. So, like, this is a place where that kind of stuff happens. But... As he was strolling through Asbury Woods one day, 
he could hear something, but couldn't figure out what it was until he saw two glowing orbs staring at him. Two giant yellowish menacing eyes. And this creature like jumped on top of him and had a dog snout. And he was afraid it was going to actually attack him until like there was a whistling far off in the distance that could like barely be heard. And that distracted the dog man enough that it got off of him and ran away. Whoa. Yeah. So that's the other thing I did want to say and why I wanted to bring up this map. Almost all dogman sightings do not end in a death. Most of the time, the dogman itself runs off and the person is just scared. That's what most of the dogman legends, and that's where people get that, is it a werewolf or is it something else? Because werewolf legend tells us it kills, but dogman legends typically have the person living. Wow. Your pumps are like... <laughs> That's incredible. So why almost? Has there been a couple incidents of actual death? Um, so as we get further back in history, we don't have great record keeping, and that's kind of why. That's um, fair. Yeah, so most of the modern ones are just kind of people encounter this large wolf-like beast. It scares them. It gets distracted. They like hit it with its with their car, and it runs off after hitting the car. Like, Ooh. almost all of the modern ones aren't anything to be concerned about. Uh, but the older and older stories are the ones that are harder to tell because we're basing it off of like oral tradition, people telling stories, okay. or maybe journal entries. So it's hard to tell how many actually died. But yeah, yeah. I thought you'd really appreciate the map, but I thought it was a nice little visual for this episode. I you know like <laughs> Oh yeah. I don't know. I'll be right back. One second. All good. We'll be here. <laughs> That's just the PA ones. There's a there's a nationwide one as well. But uh because we were talking about this, I wanted to Makes sense that uh, a lot localized here in the middle where there's like nothing. There's a lot of uh, forest. Yeah. Because that's, that's the other thing that you kind of pick up with the dog dogman legends uh, is that they're not really in high populated areas. It's in more rural forested areas. And that's why the, in particular, the, the Philadelphia one, the the Bryn Athen beast is interesting because that one is super close to being residential area. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, that's been so much. You're good. <sighs> We're just kind of checking out some of these maps here. Yeah. I wish, I wish they had pictures if they were available. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Also, as a <laughs> wide one, case, you ever see a dogman yourself, uh, you can always go to dogmanencounters.com and uh, list your sighting there. Because there's a whole website dedicated to dogman sightings. So... The other thing I'm noticing with a lot of these is there's not a lot of sightings grouped together. I mean, in the middle there is, but like... Do they tend to be more like solitary than like getting together as like a pack. So if we look at some of the older uh, First Nation stories of these creatures, looking at the uh, stories and the Algonquin stories of werewolf-like creatures, um, they typically are solo 
creatures. They're not pack creatures. Uh, that's also why in the uh, Wolfman's Grave story, it's an old hermit. A lot of these are solo creatures. They're not pack hunters. So they're just usually few and far between. Dogmanencounters.com. I, I told you, there's a whole website dedicated to it. That there is. And you can break it down by state. Interesting, some of the states that don't have. Like Rhode Island? Yeah. <laughs> well, that one doesn't surprise anyone. So you can go through Rhode Island in a single day. Not even Rhode Island people won't be seen in Rhode Island. Here. But yeah. Well, I said, Ready? it's it's interesting to know that oh. in context that Dogman itself as a name didn't start until an April Fool's Day prank, but it gave a name for several sightings of a creature that had been going on for centuries is quite interesting. Yeah, very. Very. And like I noticed, and again, like it's kind of like when we talked about Bigfoot. Yep. There's not a lot of dogmen pictures readily available. No, it's a lot of uh, fan art. Yeah. And <laughs> Type 3 dogmen's picture makes me laugh every time. Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> that's a gorilla. That was drawn by a furry artist. Tell me I'm wrong. That was, that was, yeah. That's a thing. Um, that's but, why, so... Yeah, like, it's like... That's why a lot of people like to point to things like the Beast of Bray Road, because that was a several times well-documented case of a large wolf-like creature. Like, there were consistent depictions and police reports describing it, so it gave us a better picture, because you're right. One of the issues with the Dogman is we don't have a lot of photographic evidence. Uh, the big photographic evidence was a short film of it, but it was a hoax. The people admitted it was a hoax. That sucks. And uh, either Animal Planet or National Geographic, one of them did a documentary on cryptid creatures, and they talked to the people who made it, too. So it's like, yeah, it was. it's sad because that was like the one really good, and it was always a hoax from the beginning. Yeah, so it's it's frustrating being a uh, werewolf uh, dogman fan, and like I know people will say because there isn't a picture, like it can't like exist and stuff. But just like we said with Bigfoot, so many of these encounters are you're walking through the woods, you're driving through the woods, you don't There's... have it ready to be taking pictures all the time. And these encounters that you you pointed out and talked about, they were all minutes long at the most. Yeah. They weren't. They weren't in the woods for 10 minutes, like, looking at the dog, man. It was, it popped out of the bushes, you saw it run across the road, and you said that typically they're very skittish, so if someone pops up, you've said their first thing they do is usually defend or run away. Yeah. So, it's going to be difficult to get anything when you're terrified, and then the beast just takes off running. Yeah, because I, I hate to say it, but if you came across a bear, if you're walking in the woods... And you saw an abnormally large bear. Is your first response to pull out your phone and video record it? Or is your first response, I need to get to safety because this thing's going to kill me? Yeah, I'm gone. Like, last thing coming out is my phone. <laughs> I'm more concerned about my safety. So, did you listen to the audio? I didn't. Alright, let's go ahead and let's play this. It says this is the best vocalization he's gotten of a dog man. From New York State, actually. So, let's see if it has anything. Sounds all right. I got a chill listening to that. <laughs> um... It, it it does have wolf and dog tendencies, but it is so deep you can tell it's a bigger creature. Yeah. And so going not just with Dogman, but werewolf in general, um, 
historically, we do know that there were direwolves. Yeah. Like fantasy wise, we love people love putting direwolves in their stuff because they were real giant wolves. And we know biologically things that large are difficult to survive in today's modern era. But I'm just saying it's not unbelievable to think a dog man is some kind of uh, descendant of a dire wolf type thing. Um, the other thing I do want to just briefly mention about some of the dog man sightings, uh, some of them describe it as being very human like. Like, just looking like a regular man just covered in hair. Yeah. But with a dog-like face. It's like, that's where things get weird. Werewolves typically have the, you know, the dog-like legs, the dog head, everything. Like, you have that clear vision in your mind. But some dogman sightings have it more just like a hairy human with a wolf face. Yeah. Which, I don't know what to say about that. That one confuses me. So, Tyler, do you have any other thoughts or any final thoughts on the dogmen? I think they're cool shit. I like it. It'd be funny, though, if there was, like, a dog body with a man's face. Right? (laughs) Oh, I was thinking that, too. No, there's an idea for a cryptid. (laughs) So, yeah, let's build from down the road. At midnight, he turns into a dog. Hey, Bill. So, Man Dog walks into a bar one night. <laughs> Do they serve him? Why not? It's a manhead. He got photo ID. Ooh. No, but in, all, in all seriousness, I do think that uh, it's it's a cool cryptid. I like the uh, regionality of it. How it's you know kind of northeastern, eastern United States. No, I do too, and. I love werewolves, and so I was very excited when Alex was going to talk about Dogman because out like outside of like the like movies and like books, I didn't know much about the real Dogman and werewolves. So I was very excited. Oh, to I hear can. This. I'll if and if you want, I have a little bit more about werewolf. I could say, yeah, definitely. Go ahead and add to it. So for those of you who are unfamiliar. Uh, the werewolf legend actually goes back to almost pre-written uh, history. There's a cla- there's classical tales in Greek culture of that's where lycanthropy comes from. Oh, yeah, it's it's the story of Lycan, a man who was cursed by the gods to transform into a wolf-like beast. Well, yeah, that's pretty, oh, pretty cool. I've seen that before. Yeah, that, and that's so. That's why it's interesting that the concept of a man cursed to turn into a beast is not only ancient; it's also universal. Because if you look at almost any First Nation <laughs> across the world, Australia has stories about it. America had stories about it. South America has stories about it. Europe has stories about it. Asia has stories about it. Russia has stories about it. Like every culture, their native people have stories of human beings in their own tribes turning into beasts. See, that's incredible. There's no reason that line up. Why is it there across all of them? I love it. Um, so, gents. I don't think it would be a proper cryptid episode or a way to wrap mm-hmm. up the cryptid run without playing a game. Yes. So, Tyler, Alex, you two are going to be competing here. Okay. I have two lists. I'm going to let you guys pick which one we go through. I can pick from, is what we're going to do, whoever gets the most right, depending how it's going, we'll make it either the first to three, first to five, or first to seven points. Um, we have the most popular cryptid in every state or the most famous cryptid in every state. Oh God. Which one do you guys want me to pick from? What's the difference? So the one is like, which one gets the most hits in each state? The one that's looked up the most, the one Googled the most. The other one is, you know, 
what's their biggest cryptid located in that state? I vote for most heads. Yeah. Most popular? All right. Yeah. So what I'll do is I'll switch back and forth. Okay. I'll start off by giving a state, and then I'll give you each a chance to answer, and maybe down the road I'll say the cryptid, and you guys can pick a state that it's popular in. Okay. All right. So these are based off of Google Trends. <laughs> now, these are also international cryptids. They're not all just based on things okay. in that state, just to let you know here. Uh, let's start with a fun one. What do you think Ohio's most popular cryptid is? Who wants to go first? Not me. Hang on. Alex, that means you get to go first. What do you think Ohio's most pop uh, Ohio's favorite cryptid is? Frog thing. All right, Tyler. Some kind of frog thing. Mothman. All right, all right. Alex gets a half point. It's the Loveland frog. I yes. I couldn't remember the specific name, but I knew it was a frog thing. <laughs> we'll give Alex a half. Tyler, unfortunately, you get you get none. I knew it was something All right. I was surprised I get shot out this game. <laughs> okay. Let's go with Alabama. Tyler, who do you think's most popular in Alabama? Uh, the skunk ape. All right, all right. Ooh. That's a pretty good guess. That's a pretty good guess. What That's a think? solid guess. That's a very, I like it. Logic up there. You're thinking. Alabama? Alabama. I'm going to say a ghost. All right, you are both incorrect. Werewolf. Really? Werewolf. I See, I was afraid to be Alabama for werewolf. I figured that would be Louisiana. So this list was published last October. Hmm. And it was uh, over the. It took the data over the last twelve months leading up to it. Oh wow! Uh, so let's see here. This is one I thought was interesting, but the more I thought about it, it made a lot of sense. Let's go with Colorado. Oh, Alex, we'll let you go first. Colorado, Colorado, Thunderbird. Okay, Tyler. Oh, that's a good one. What do you? Should go Sasquatch. Sasquatch? All right. Tyler will get a half a point. It's a Yeti. Oh, dude! I was literally going to say Yeti, and I said Sasquatch. <laughs> Damn it. A lot of mountains, baby. My dear. Yeti. I, I was thinking Yeti, and I said fucking Sasquatch to play it safe. Son yep. of a bitch. It's a half point each. We're pretty good. <laughs> All right. So this is one I personally don't agree with. Pennsylvania. Squonk. All right. That's one. Uh, okay. Um, the Goggle. You're both wrong. Loch Ness Monster. What? Most Pennsylvanians oh, searching for Nessie. <laughs> and I'm disappointed, me too. We have Bessie, the Squonk, the Gawoggle. We got the, we got the other lake monsters in the state. And we're Pennsylvania. Why are you looking up Nessie? Just hometown pride. During the tournament, Tyler kept voting for things because of hometown pride for a town he doesn't even live in. Yeah. And you guys don't even do exactly. it living here? Very bad at that. Not proud of it. Was, that one disappointed me. Alright, let's do a fun one here. Uh, Oregon. Alex, who do you think is big over in Oregon? Bigfoot. Alright. I mean, it's the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to say Yeti. <laughs> Yeti? Right after that last time. Yeah. So, I'll give you both a half a point. I swear to God, if you say Sasquatch, dude. You, you'll get a half a point because the correct answer is Bat Squatch. Oh, come on. The 
the bat like Sasquatch. Oh wait, oh yep. fucking what? Bat squash? Yep. Uh, coming up. Oh, that is retarded. <laughs> Straight from OregonLive.com. <laughs> just, you know, it's pronounced Oregon. If we have any West Coast listeners, I apologize for the Eastern accent. I know it's pronounced Oregon, not Oregon. I only know it's yelled at by someone who's from Oregon. It's fine. They have the bat squatch. You, you can you can say whatever yeah, you want. Bat, bat squatch beer. Yeah, that's squat. not even like that's not even original. Like, if you want a bat cryptid, like what in the world? So tied one one. This is a this is a close game. This is a barn burn. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. All right. Spread, uh, half point at a time. We're gonna lob up a softball here. New Jersey. Jersey Devil. Oh, All right. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, you've got a point. Two to two. I felt after those last couple, you guys deserved, you know, a point. We deserved a low ball. Oklahoma. Ooh. This is a great I... one, by the way. I'm, you know what? I'm going to go curveball. A tornado cryptid. All right. Tyler? Never heard of those. Is it something I've heard of before? It is. Okay. We'll go first to five. What do all those Oki from Okies from Muskogee believe in? You're about to find uh, out soon. I don't know. Yeah, give me a second here. Oh, right let's see. Uh, I'm going to go Mothman. You're going Mothman? Yeah. Just scarecrow people. All right. You are both incorrect. Yeah. Shockingly, Oklahoma's most popular cryptid, the Chupacabra. Really? Yeah. Seems a little north of the border. Uh, I get it. They, yeah. There's a lot of farms in Oklahoma. Very a lot worried. of goats. Very worried about yeah. the Chupacabra. Okay, yeah. Not going to lie, I was a little disappointed, but I, I that's fair. Maybe the west Oklahoma near the Texas border, sure. Let's go ahead, do another little toss-up here. Uh, what do you guys think is the biggest one in Florida? Oh. I'm going to go Skunk Ape. All right. Skunk Ape, Skunk Ape, whatever. I, I have nice. to agree, Skunk Ape. You're both right. That's a tie, 3-3. Three, three. Yeah. See, Skunk Ooh. Ape is known for the Florida forest from the Everglades. Yes. Yeah. Tight match. You guys are catching fire here. I'm going to have to find a tough one. Let's see. Who do we like have? Fucking Pat Squatch. Pat <laughs> Squatch. <laughs> Such pull. That is a terrible cryptid. I'm sorry, Oregon, but that's trash. <laughs> North Dakota. Oh, okay. North Dakota... You got to think the old Canadians are involved in there. Um, Not the way I thought you'd be going with it, but I'm all right. I'm on this ride with you. You get it? You get it? Um, North Dakota. What do we got in North Dakota? A lot of nothing. A lot of... A lot of wide open spaces. Yeah, what? Some horse cryptid. Um, huh. Horse Squatch? Oh. Yeah, Horse Squatch. Stallion Squatch. <laughs> oh, this is so terrible. Alright, um, you know what? I'm going to go Werewolf. Alright. Wendigo. And North Dakota is... The Thunderbird. What? Oh. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to throw up a cryptid this time. If you guys get any state that it's popular in, give you a point. Let's go with... The Snallygaster. Okay. 
Let me if I can find a it real quick what you guys are thinking. Snallygaster? The Snallygaster. Alright, let's think. Let's see what this is. There's thing no like is. context losing that name Ooh. whatsoever. I I'm getting strong. I got a picture. Georgia vibes, but I need to see it first. I've got some So my video shut off right now. I can't see you guys right now. But uh if I could get a hint, like characteristic. Let's see. Let me know if the screen share pops up here. Because he's trying to share an image. Oh. It's not low. Okay. What? Are those boobies? Those are talents. So, Hang on. Okay. Snallygaster. The American Snallygaster. Yeah, I'm gonna say. I'd say you guys can give me your top three U.S. places that you think the Snallygaster is popular in. All right, I'm gonna go Arizona, Montana, Connecticut. And I'm going to go Georgia, Maine, and California. All right. No points are awarded. The Snallygaster is most wow. popular only in D.C. What? Oh, what? Released in D.C.'s most popular cryptid is the Snallygaster. <laughs> All right. Let's see. What do you guys think is the most popular of Michigan. Tough man. All right. Tyler? I'll give you each a point. You are correct. <laughs> I was like, I literally talked about this. Don't try to trick me. All right, guys. It's 4-4. Four, four. seasonality here. Next cool. point wins. Let's do hand. Can I just make a request to, like, pull up the crypto and we got a guess again? Yep. Set. All right. Let's go ahead. This will be a fun one. Flatwoods Monster. Give me a state where the Puckwudgie is the most popular. Huck okay. Wudgie. I think, okay. Um, three states again. Okay. So my train of thought is, made, you know, Native American tribal. Um, there's a Thunderbird, which is pretty Native American. It's popular in North Dakota. I'll give you guys a hint. Puckwudgie is pretty Native American. Okay. 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 So, all right. Three states again? Arizona, again, Utah, and Wisconsin. Okay. Alex? I'm going to double down on Arizona. All right. Uh, but I'm also going to do New York and Minnesota. All right. Let's take a peeky peek. Both are wrong. Massachusetts Dude. and Rhode Island. What? What? That's all right. Massachusetts, I get. Rhode Island, fuck you, Rhode Island. Let's what? What? Let's go with a a bigger named one that has more states, and see if you guys can get one of them. Let's see. Actually, I kind of want to do this one first. I want to see if you guys get this. Kraken. Who's favorite? Okay. Kraken? Did not see this one coming. I will say <laughs> that right now. Give me three. All right. Maine, Washington, California. All right. Maryland, California. Texas. 
folks, we have a winner. Captain Tyler with Washington. See, they named a hockey team after that. It has to be Washington. <laughs> True. True. Oh, one for the everyday guy. <laughs> so, before we wrap it up here, Tyler, do you think the Kraken yeah. is the most popular because of the Kraken itself or because of the hockey team? I mean, I'm going to put the egg before the chicken and just say the Kraken itself. I like to think that, too. I don't want to think people are Googling Kraken hockey team and it boosted up the Kraken's well, because numbers. Because it depends on what. Like, when was their first season? Like, 2019, maybe? 20... Yeah, 2020, 2019, one of those two years. Yeah, right? Like, And you can't have, like... Like, 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 you can't have the Kraken be a hockey team in, like, New Mexico or any sports team in New Mexico. It just doesn't fit. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that does it. I I would like one request because whatever that list was, can you look up what West Virginia's was? Oh, West Virginia? Uh, that one's Mothman. Really? Yep. Even though they have the... Flatwoods Monster, which is an alien? Yep. Huh. You know what? Here, I'll run through them all for you guys real quick. I was just intrigued by that one. Alabama, Werewolf. Arkansas, Werewolf. Arizona, Thunderbird. See? Arkansas, the the Fuck Monster. What? F-O-U-K-E Monster. The Fuck Monster. Okay. Uh, California, Loch Ness Monster. Colorado, the Yeti. This one surprised me. I didn't throw it out there because neither of you would have guessed it. Connecticut, Mokele, and Bebe from our tournament. Really? Yep. Yep. Really? Yep. They like dinosaurs in Connecticut. That's fair. Uh, Delaware, Nessie, DC, Snallygaster, Florida, Stone Cape, Georgia, Nessie, Hawaii, Nessie, Idaho, Bigfoot, Illinois, Nessie, Indiana, Werewolf, Iowa, Werewolf. Kansas, Chupacabra. Kentucky, Werewolf. Louisiana, Werewolf. Maine, Dover Demon. Hmm. Uh, Maryland, Nessie. Massachusetts, the Puckwudgie. Michigan gets the Dogman. Minnesota, the Wendigo. Missouri, Chupacabra. Mississippi, Chupacabra. Hmm. Uh, Montana gets a Bigfoot. Hmm. Uh, Nevada gets a chupacabra. New Hampshire goes a demon. Jersey gets the Jersey Devil. Um, New York, Nessie. North Carolina, Nessie. North Dakota, Thunderbird. Ohio, the Loveland Frog. Oklahoma, Chupi, the chupacabra. Oregon gets Tyler's favorite fat squatch. PA, the Loch Ness Monster, Rhode Island, Puckwudgie, South Carolina, Loch Ness Monster, South Dakota, the Ogopogo. What? Yep. Okay. Tennessee, Michelium Bembe. Nice. Texas, Chupacabra, Utah, Skidwalker, Vermont, Nessie, uh, Virginia, Nessie, Washington, the Kraken, West Virginia, Mothman, um, Wisconsin, Wendigo, Wyoming, Bigfoot. Huh. There were some uh, surprises there. What about what was Hawaii? Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. Some interesting choices. To say the least. Tyler, any final words here for wrapping up our cryptid run? No, I'm just going to take that last W and uh, mosey on out of here. <laughs> There. Alex, how about you? I'm going to slink off to my cryptid cave and defeat after that. Do some research, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it was, that was a lot of fun. I, there were definitely some surprises in that list. I was telling Andrew a couple of days ago how much I was like, I, I love the cryptid thing. I think it's outside of the nautical, it's definitely my favorite thing so far. It's, it's fun and different. It is. It absolutely is. Cryptids are one of my favorite things, so I'm, I was thrilled that we were able to do this. So this is going to become an annual thing. Uh, the games might become more than just annual, though, so stay tuned. I got some games up my up my short sleeves. 
But that does it for us here today. Like, subscribe, share us around. Come back next time because we're starting another fun run that I didn't even clear with these two gentlemen. Wait, what? Oh. So come back and stay in the light. And stay doggy.